Welcome to the English Montreal School Board Podcast, where you'll hear from the people within the EMSB community and beyond, beyond. people with some inspiring stories, and people who work very hard to make this board, the EMSB, the choice of thousands of families. Here's your host, Suzanne Desotel. Well, you know, an important part of the EMSB is, of course, the teachers, all the directors, all the consultants, but there's another portion that is invaluable to the school system, and that is parent volunteers. Now, normally, parents get involved with their children's schools as they start kindergarten, elementary, and they'll stay with the school until secondary, and they'll get involved there. Some do that, some don't. Some decide to stay. And as we recognize the volunteers of the EMSB, joining me today is Penny Fenwick, better known as Miss Penny, who has been at Willingdon Elementary, let me see now, Penny, since 1969, is that correct? Just, I think, uh, 1970, barely, yeah. Oh, I'm off a year, I apologize. So this technically is 50 years that you have been working with the students as a volunteer at Wellington Elementary. Also joining us right now is the principal of Wellington Elementary. I want to say hi to Carmen Nicholas. Hi, Carmen. Hi, Suzanne. Penny, back in 1970, you had children at Wellington Elementary. And it's not unusual for a parent to get involved. What was your first involvement with the school? Well, actually, my uh, daughter just started kindergarten, and I decided I wanted to volunteer. I started out in the library, and uh, then one of the principals said to me, you know, why don't you just try and see if you can help out some of the kids, because we need some help. And so that's how it happened that I changed from the library to actually working with individual children. And in any particular subject or all subjects, depending upon what the child needed? At first, it was everything, including uh, speech therapy and whatever, because there was a therapist who helped me. But then, because I've always loved math, and it is more difficult to find people to help with math, I would say in the last 15 years or so, I've been doing just math. That's such an important thing. I was watching a video of you teaching math, and there you were with geometry, and I was thinking to myself, boy, I could have used a Miss Penny back in the day because geometry was always my my issue. But let me ask you something. As I mentioned, uh, most parents will move on once their children leave the school. What drove you to stay at Willingdon? Well, first of all, um, I felt very much at home at Willington. Of course, it had been seven years. So I just was enjoying what I was doing. I couldn't see any point in moving on. That's going to be hard for the child to go in there. So how do you first start to connect with the child? I really don't have any specific uh, way of doing it. I have a good relationship with all the children. They feel very comfortable. I only work one-on-one, which makes a big difference because nobody's watching them. Nobody's, uh, you know, paying attention to what they're saying except me. And they seem to respond to that kind of thing where you have an adult focusing all her concentration just on you. And that really makes a difference to them. 
absolutely big difference. I never have behavior problems or anything like that, no matter what the kids like in class. I have to tell you one day, and I was at Willingdon to uh, record a podcast, and we were looking for a room. And I said, well, there's a small room here. Can we use that? And I was told, no, that's Miss Penny's room. (laughs) So you have your own room now at Willingdon. Is that correct? Yes. Well, it's also used for storage for books and things like that. But originally, I could be in the hall. I could be in just any corner where I could find space that was private. So the last few years have been very, very nice because I've had a room where I know I can have some privacy with the child. And how many children do you figure off the top of your head that you have tutored over the years? Over 50 years. Oh, I couldn't even imagine because, you know, like on a daily basis, I would have maybe five, six, seven, um, sometimes eight. And I'm there two two periods, one on Wednesdays and one on Thursdays. So it probably ends up to be quite a few kids. I'm sure it has been. Now, you started in 1970, which was a completely different mindset regarding teaching and uh, and tutoring. And so over this 50-year period, you have seen incredible changes in our culture, in the way we teach, in the way we regard our students. What is a major change or something that comes to you regarding the evolution, I guess we could call it, of teaching and tutoring from then to now? I think um, one of the main things is that children have so much more difficulty concentrating now, particularly if there's anything going on around them. Another thing I think, um, aside from that, is they seem to have a much more difficult time retaining information. And that's a big, big difference. That's interesting. Why do you think that is? I can understand the concentration part because they're inundated with things all around them. But the concentration maybe is a part of that as well. They, uh, the concentration and, and retaining is just amazing how many children seem to be doing really well with it, with me. They understand they can do it. I give them all kinds of examples. They go back to the classroom and by the next day, they're vacillating. They're not too sure. Interesting. Carmen, what's your perspective on that? I think it's also because of uh, that we're surrounding with technology. I mean, I remember when we were young, we used to be able to retain so many phone numbers. And now uh, we have our phone and and everything is kept in the phone. And so we don't have that same um, need, I guess, to retain information. Everything is at the fingertips and and our children, they know how to, to be resourceful in that way. So I feel that is one of the reasons is there's so much going on around them that it's hard for them to retain it. That one-on-one experience must be invaluable to any student, as you say, if everybody is starting to deal with that problem. It is. It absolutely is because, I mean, people are more and more busy. They're, they're more and more tuned in with their technology. And that human connection that Penny has with those children is priceless and they appreciate it. Uh, and she has such a a calm demeanor, a sweet voice, and uh, those children really, really are very happy uh, to have her in their life and to to have that opportunity to connect with Miss Penny. It must be the comfort factor, Penny. You make them feel comfortable and you make them feel valued. 
There's that very much so. I, I think that, you know, if you think of the people's lives these days, uh, how often does a child actually have an adult sit with them and just think of them? There's too many things going around with working parents, with all the accoutrements around us. And I don't have any trouble being patient with them. And generally, we end up with a very, very nice relationship. And they will tell me what's going on if somebody's being mean to them, if they don't like their teacher. or So they share other things as well. Well, I'm sure they all really like their teachers, though, Penny. Come on. <laughs> of course. Of course they do. There's not a bad teacher on the planet. Penny, it, it's, do you ever uh, have a chance to reconnect with some of these students after they've left school? Well, actually, uh, it's quite amusing because I recently I just had someone, a cashier, say to me, oh, Miss uh, Miss Penny, you taught me the nine times table and or gave me a trick for the nine times table. And I've had kids at various places just make little comments like that. It's quite interesting. So they do remember you. And I know the trick for the nine. Yeah, that's always subtract one and then use the next number to add to nine. Right. More or less. Isn't that interesting that, you know, out of the blue that stuck with them. It is. It shows you how one moment or one little thing can remain with a person forever that a teacher offers. Carmen, you must see that a lot. Yes. You know, once you connect with the heart, uh, you'll always be remembered, right? They say uh, they might not remember what you say, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. And I think Miss Penny is, is, is exceptional when it comes to making uh, students feel valued, loved, no matter uh, the difficulty they may have with their academics. And that's really priceless. A lot of these students, they struggle in class. Sometimes they feel they're not as smart as other students or, or whatnot, and they're sitting there, but they have that one-on-one -on -one where they feel that they are special. Penny, you've been doing this for 50 years. Any thoughts about moving on? I would miss it so much. Um, I really enjoy working with the children. It's such a, an amazing thing for me. And I know that the I, as long as I can get up and down those stairs, I'll be at school. Carmen, what does it mean to you and to the teachers? I think it means a lot because it, you really feel like we're having uh, a community where, you know, it takes a village to raise a child and uh, the parents are part of that equation and they're extremely important. Uh, they add on to what we do and it feels like we're a team and we're, they, what they could bring is different than what we, we do during the day with the students and their academics. So it is definitely a blessing for schools to have parents involved. And even parents after their children are no longer there. Yes. Penny Fenwick, you're an amazing woman. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's really been a pleasure. Thank you. So my thanks to you, Penny Fenwick, for your 50 years of dedicated service. Carmen Nicholas, to you as the marvelous principal of not one campus, but two campuses of Willingdon Elementary. You've been listening to the English Montreal School Board Podcast with Suzanne Desotel. Make sure to subscribe to this and the Inspirations Podcast, Quebec's only podcast dedicated to the special needs community on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Thanks for listening.